Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. Okay, here we go. Another edition of Matt Levitt Online. Thanks for joining the podcast here today. We're having some discussion in the past about referrals, uh, about endless leads, about developing your business. You know, there's those four methods of getting business, contact-based, customer-based, networking, uh, and of course, you know, advertising and marketing. And the most effective type of lead out of all four of those that you want to move into is referrals. And referrals are a fairly easy way to actually expand and build your business. They're inexpensive. And what you're going to find is that referrals are, are really the most valuable type of a business that you want to work with. Because when you're measuring, you know, when you take uh, and you measure the actual benefit and value of a referral, what you're going to find if you were to break this down with your teams like I have is referrals, it's a heck of a lot easier to get an initial meeting, first of all. Uh, Secondly, generally with referrals, price is not as much of an issue as people who are not referrals. Uh, You're going to have a higher, you're going to have a much higher closing rate. And you're also going to be able to to create what I call the compound effect, which is positioning yourself for further referrals because a referrer uh, uh, will, a referral of a referrer will typically become a referrer as well. Also, the retention rate is much higher, which creates more value for you and your business. And, and of course, you're going to have better uh, customer loyalty for um, not only for the, 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 re- the retention aspect, but of course, for the ability to purchase additional products and upsell uh, them to additional uh, products as well. Now, the, the concept of referral, I like to break it down into passive and active. And don't get too hung up on that. Just know that you know, passive is something that comes at you uh, because of doing a good job and because people think that or they heard about you. And then uh, active is, is you actually taking the time and activating and becoming active with that. You got to be thinking about referrals kind of like this. For anybody who's ever built a social media presence, um, it, it, it doesn't work much business, different than building an actual business. When you first started on LinkedIn or Facebook, you know, you probably didn't have very many contacts and you were reaching out to people to become, you know, to, to, to friend you or to be, you know, part of your contact base, etc. And what happens is in the beginning, you're, uh, at, you got to become very active in your uh, ability to go get referrals uh, as opposed to when you really become more successful than referrals becoming at you. Much like you'll find that your attraction, you know, I'm to a point where uh, for the most part, you know, people come to me on social media and I'm, I'm just accepting, you know, friend requests, etc. As opposed to me going out and trying to get uh, more unless I want to bump my numbers up to a certain or create in a different market or something like that. But the key here is, is why don't people really get referrals in business and in sales and in in the solo solopreneurs are really terrible i i think at getting uh getting referrals and so let's talk about the reasons why this happens there's two or three real key reasons number one uh 
when you get a new customer, a lot of times there's a lot of excitement around that and you just flat out forget. So you're emotionally attached to the end result in, in your mind. The end result is getting a new customer when in reality, that should not be the mindset uh, that, that that really is not the end result. The end result is furthering because, you know, that customer, yes, is somebody that can turn into something more business down the road, upselling them. Uh, perhaps you'll you'll wind up them sharing your product with somebody and you wind up with more customers that way. But let's get beyond that and let's go into the active standpoint. Most people don't get referrals because they just flat out don't ask. And the reason they don't ask is because they don't know how. They get excited or they just they feel like uh, they don't want to be bothering somebody or they feel like um, it's just it's too uncomfortable uh, to to ask for referrals. And so, you know, you got to get that confidence going. And the way you do that is, well, let's let's take a look at how I wound up stumbling on this concept of gaining referrals. It really happened from my very first business that I started. You know, I was 11 years old when I started my lawn mowing business. And um, I, 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 I started that business because I needed money. I, I mean, my, my father had passed away recently. My mother was, I was number six of six kids. I, I personally had not experienced getting a new pair of shoes or a new pair of stitch of clothing unless maybe one of my grandparents bought me something. It was not uh, common for me to get something new. It was always a hand-me-down. And, and then, the, you know, the neighbor kid, thank goodness Leonard, was just a year older than me, and his mom made him clean his closets out once every six months. So I always wound up with some fairly decent clothes from Leonard, but he didn't have the exact same taste as me. And so when I wanted to purchase, you know, have my own clothes, have my own, that was what motivated me when I was 11 years old to really start my own lawn business was that um, going through that era, you know, call it beginning stages of puberty and you want to have something nicer. And so that was my motivation. So I started out, I got my grandmother's lawn, her neighbor, and then one of our neighbors. So I had three lawns to start. And that's how I started my lawn business. You know, I was making $15 a week, $60, uh, basically $60 a month mowing three lawns. And that, that's what started it all off. And I did that by borrowing my, mom, my mom's uh, lawnmower with the promise that I would mow the family lawn. So technically I had four lawns. And that's how I started it. By the end of the year, I had a fifth one, which uh, was wound up being... Um, a friend of Mrs. Trickton, who was Mr. Spencer, and Mr. Spencer was an older gentleman. Um, he was uh, dealing with, you know, I was helping him out doing all kinds of things. I was, uh, you know, pulling weeds. I was taking out his garbage, mowing his lawn, just doing a lot of odds and ends. And he really couldn't, he, he, he could have, I thought, but he didn't pay me very well. But he was a super nice guy, and I felt like I just wanted to help him out as I knew that he was soon going to be in a nursing home. And as a matter of fact, at the end of that first season, um, he did. He wound up in a nursing home. And, um, and then the next year, I wound up with his son's uh, lawn. And um, his son, who was already well into his 60s, <clears throat> was, was retired as well. But he had a lawn that was in the elite neighborhood of my hometown. Now I lived in a very small town, but you know, not any different from any other towns. We had 
the nice neighborhood and the not so nice neighborhood and then the, the crappy neighborhood. And um, uh, from a referral standpoint, I wound up with <clears throat> Dean's Lawn from his father. Okay, so this is how the referral concept came to me. And um, one of the things that happened was when I started mowing Dean's Lawn, he taught me patience, he taught me customer service, he taught me the proper way to mow a lawn. And by the end of the summer, uh, that year, my second year, Dean really had the nicest lawn in the entire neighborhood. And that wound up being a bonanza for me because I mowed it all the different directions that he wanted me to mow it. I just basically followed his instructions, did a good job, and uh, wound up with this bonanza. I got three more lawns that paid at the rate of about three to one over his lawn, and that really launched me into a couple of massive opportunities that carried me the rest of my business cycle uh, for that business well into my college years. And so uh, that, that's called passive reser- re- referral business, you know, when your, your good name, your good work, your ethic, you know, when your ethics wind, winds up and results in proving out to others that you could do a good thing. And people will ask for your product or service. And that takes time. You know, in this case, it took me three years. And by the time I was 14, uh, I had developed a really nice lawn business to the point where I was now turning business away. Just from a time standpoint, I didn't have uh, the ability, even after I hired a kid to work for me, uh, we still just could not keep up with the amount of business uh, that was going on during those summer months. So it was um, uh, it was one of those situations where I just came across it. But later later in my uh, career, I found that when I or, or later when I entered another career called financial services, and I was 19 years old, so I was young there, and I started you know working my contact base, and it wasn't very large and. And so I started having to ask people if they knew somebody and it was very difficult for me. But what happened was I went to a town in uh, central Kansas and I, uh, my, my brother's um, girlfriend, uh, father was from that town. And I asked him if he'd be so kind to give me a few, uh, referrals and he did. And Royce was his name. Royce gave me a few referrals about handful, five or six, said, you should go talk to this person, this person, this person. And um, I wound up uh, with some very good referrals out of that. And one of them was Dorb. So I was to spend some time talking about Dorb. Dorbin and I, we had, um, uh, he, he and I wound up uh, creating a pretty good relationship. I was able to educate him on some things about his insurance program. And I was able to save him some really good money on his existing insurance program. And he thought that was a pretty cool idea. And so um, I asked him, I, I learned this, I learned this question to ask him, Dorvin, if I've been able to educate you and share a way for you to actually receive a lot of savings on your existing life insurance program, um, I'm, and you felt really good about that, correct? And of course he answered yes. And I said, and of course, you know, over the next 15 years, um, those, that thousands of dollars is that, that you're going to be saving can be put into a retirement program. And that's real dollars 
that you're currently allocating right now that's going to be put away for you and your family. And as a result, would you agree that you and your family are much better off for that? And he said, yes. And of course, now I'm on the concept of getting yeses. And that's what we want to do. We want to get focus in on getting yeses the same as we do when we're working on closing the sales. Uh, it's no different. And he and I said, you know, while we were talking the last couple of times that we met, you mentioned going out on the golf course with your foursome, Myron, John, and Bill. And uh, would you be so kind to introduce me to them? And it just so happened that Myron was one of the other uh, referrals that I'd gotten from Royce. And Royce never did any business with me, but he gave me Dorvin and Dorvin and, and Myron. And we went and talked to Myron. We never did business with Myron, John, or Bill. But we, what happened was uh, Dorvin became a huge advocate uh, for me. And we did a lot of business together over the next two to three years. And so that gave me a lot of confidence to be able to begin to continue to ask for referrals. And through the years, I found that asking people to help you generally causes the human spirit to kick in and in activating them to truly want to see you succeed. And so I want to go through, I want to, I want to focus in on this concept of getting referrals really intensely. And I want to share with you something that that happened to me that gave me millions upon millions upon, turned into probably hundreds of millions of dollars of business over the next multiple years of my career. And it was by a referral, a contact referral by one person alone. And I want to share that story with you and how that happened, because there's going to be a lot of nuggets that we'll go through and we'll talk about. But first, we're going to take a short break and we'll come back and share more about that. Okay, we're back uh, talking about uh, endless leads through referral process. And we shared some ideas about building and developing referrals. I'm going to go into a topic here that further uh, proves out the point of referrals. And this was, uh, I was in financial services. Again, I had developed a fairly decent financial services business in a small town out in Western Kansas. And I was in a situation, I, I had moved back into my mother's home. I was 21 years old. My stepfather from my mom's second marriage died and so my mother had been widowed twice and she was going through a really tough spot the youngest of six kids I had an opportunity I was uh, had some flexibility in my life so I moved in with her to be with her while uh, she was getting through that process and I started working and developing in the town my hometown and uh, went quickly through that a contact base because it's a small town of a couple thousand people. You know, the real list of people is probably about 200 that I could get to. And uh, and at my rate of uh, going through people, I was able to get through that in about 90, 120 days. But I was uh, working on the concept of wanting to expand into other markets. And so I was talking to my mother one day on the porch one night, and uh, she said, why don't you call Selwyn? in Scott City. He's somebody I know in Scott City, Kansas. He's a distant uh, cousin 
of mine. He's a very successful guy. He runs a real estate operation. He, he's built uh, residential and commercial land development and, and all kinds of, and I was really intimidated by this. This 21-year-old kid, and I'm getting ready to go talk to this guy. He's well into his uh, later part of life, probably in his 50s, 60s. As a matter of fact, I think he was uh, exactly 40 years older than me. And so here I am going, oh my gosh, I got to stop by. And it was really difficult for me. But once I drove 45 miles south of uh, my hometown and I pulled into this little town, it was bigger, it was about twice the size of my town. So, you know, uh, that was quite something. And I went in and and started talking to the gatekeeper about, uh, hey, I was sent here. My mother contacted, uh, or my mother, you know, uh, knows the family, et cetera. And anyway, and so I walked in and, and, and just started having conversation with Selwyn. And the, and first he said, yeah, come on back. I'll, I'll spend five minutes with you. And that turned into about 50 minutes. And I walked out of there and he said, Hey, next time you're in town, why don't you stop on by and we'll go have lunch. So it went from that to having lunch next time I was in town. And I made a, I made a reason to go to town, you know, next time. Uh, so the following uh, week, I was in town again, and um, I was really excited about all the wisdom and the fact, the helpfulness that this guy gave me. And we just we really bonded, and we created this really nice relationship. And I didn't really know what much was going to become of that. And after about three or four meetings, um, Selwyn did something for me that I hadn't um, I hadn't actually experienced before, and that was. I, I told him what I was doing in my business and how I was expanding. And I'm looking for, you know, some key people. And I don't know if you're that guy. And he said, no, I'm not that guy. And he said, as a matter of fact, I'm not really interested in, in necessarily doing business with you. But I do, I do like your style and your, you know, your hustle. And I'd be happy to refer a few people to you that I think might be, you know, interested in what you've got. And then he went on and did something that I hadn't experienced before. He made the initial contact to those people. He, in fact, got on the phone and said, hey, I want, you to, inter- I want to introduce you to this person. Matt, good friend of mine. We've uh, only known each other for a handful of weeks, but I'm familiar with the family. Really good guy, and I think he might be able to uh, show, uh, create some value for you and your family. And so he just started doing that. And uh, some of them, I just hopped on the phone right there and did a quick conversation and set up an appointment. And others, um, he did that while I wasn't there and then uh, said, here, call this person, call this person, call this person. And it was really cool to be able to go through that process. So if you can take your referral business and take it to that level where you actually have somebody who is reaching out on your behalf to make those initial contacts, that's where you really want to go with this, okay? And millions upon millions of dollars later in revenue, I one day was, somebody was asking me, well, how much business did Selwyn actually do with you? And I started thinking about it. I started laughing. Uh, I realized he never bought a single thing from me. He never spent a nickel with me, yet he became probably the most significant referrer of my entire career and really set me up to help me understand how, to, how the real referral process does work. And 
he's the one that shared with me, you know, referrals is really the secret and magic to my business. And I knew he had been very successful. He knew everybody in the entire, it felt like he knew everybody in Western Kansas. And I was uh, very uh, grateful for him uh, and have been for him for obviously many years. He's passed, but nonetheless, uh, that that is a tremendous uh, thing that you want to do. So creating referrals is a matter of getting people to uh, be excited about your product and service, uh, people to feel comfortable with who you are, uh, people who think you have the expertise to be able to offer something. So making sure that you know what you're talking about and what you are doing, creating your social skills, and um, really asking for help, asking for referrals, asking who do you know, um, who, or, you know, there's some, you know, you can say, um, you, you know, you look like, um, you, you know, you look like somebody that uh, ha- has a lot of contacts and you look like somebody or you seem like somebody who, who is open to helping other people. And, you know, I'm expanding my business. I'm growing my business. Um, and I'm always looking for more customers. I'm always looking for really good people to work with. Who do you know that I might be able to benefit and you're going to get the, you know, you're going to get some reluctance from some people, you know, about half of the people are going to go, well, you know, I really don't know anybody or, well, you know, that's not, I don't really like to refer uh, people and hey, that's okay. You know, if they don't want, they, if they don't want to refer somebody, that's fine. You know, just simply thank them and, and go on. But you might ask them, you know, um, if um, on a scale of like one to 10, how, how do you feel that my service has done so far? And if if they're if you're at a seven, eight, or nine, then you better be asking them what would it take to bring it up to a ten. And at this point, you'll generally find that you're going to be able to get this works with objections, but it also works with referrals because as a referral, what I'm always looking for is market feedback, and that market feedback is I'm going to thank them. Thank you so much for that market feedback. I really appreciate that. Um, I appreciate what I've been able to do for you. I think you're happy with what I've been able to do for you. Would you mind if I re, uh, you know, ask you again in say another 30 days after you've experienced a product or service for a period of time and see the results and the changes that, that I'm able to implement for you and your company or you and your business or you and your family, whatever that case is. And then ask them again, um, would you mind if we revisit this in 30 days? And you let them off the hook right then uh, because, you know, you, you don't need everybody to give you referrals. You only need a small percentage of people to give you referrals, really. I mean, if you could get referrals from 30% of the people to, that you ask, you're way ahead of the game. And if it was only 10% and you went out here and got 10 customers and only 10%, that's one customer who gave you 10 more uh, referrals, those 10 more referrals can keep you going for the next several days or weeks in your business while then you find other people, while you continue your networking, while you continue your advertising or marketing that you're doing, while you continue to go through your contact base, your customer base, etc. That's going to keep that flow going. And if your ability to get 10%, one out of 10, 
improves then to two out of 10 because you get better and better at this because your, your number of hours and your perfection and your knowledge and your, your skill set become better and better and that relationship grows and you go to two out of 10 and then three out of 10 that are giving you referrals, you can see the multiplication effect that begins because most people who give me one referral, give me 10. And in any business, if you can move from 10 customers that instead of it going, you know, get, 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 get 10 customers and get 10 referrals from three people, you got 30 new people to go talk to. I mean, you know, I don't probably need to do all this math with you, but that compound effect really does work. So key is, is go back to MLO, take a look at some of the uh, scripts that we put together, take a look at some of the ideas that we put together regarding uh, collecting referrals and how we do that. And I think you're gonna be really pleased with how your business is gonna grow over the next several months by focusing on this concept of getting referrals. Make it a daily habit, make it a piece of what you're doing, create those relationships, follow up and continue down the path. And you're gonna see a strong, strong referral business it's going to help elevate you to a whole nother level. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of Matt Levitt Online. As always, it's a pleasure having you on. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.